Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi guys, welcome back onto the podcast. Magli here, and I have the wonderful Ellie with me. Ellie, I'm honestly... I can't tell you how excited I am to talk to you because I'm a yoga teacher, right? And sorry, Ellie, say hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and if I'm just so excited, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, I'm a yoga teacher. And so I like to think that I live, you know, mindfully, whatever that even means nowadays. But I followed you for a while on social media and like you really live mindfully and I mean I'm gonna ask you to give us like a little intro about you your setup at home how many kids you have etc etc but what I can't wait to talk to you about is correct me if I'm wrong but you do meditation with your kids like things like that and that just that's goals so I can't wait to (laughs) hopefully get some tips from you on how you got into that but firstly, um, yeah, give us a little bit about yourself, how many kids you have, your setup at home, anything. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. But yeah, oh, I'm so grateful to be here though. Yeah, so I'm a mum of one. I've got an almost three-year-old and then I'm pregnant with another Bob due in February. So um, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, so and we live in, in Australia um, with my hubby and our dog and I, I work from home, so I, I do a bit of massage and Reiki, breath work and things like that. And yeah, I suppose that's how I kind of merged into becoming this mindful mama. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot to the story, I suppose. So firstly, can I ask, was your pregnancy planned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So both were definitely planned. And births were okay, like everything um, being quite a mindful person, how did you find, and someone, I guess, you know, quite in tune with your body, your energies, I don't know what it's like in Australia, but how did, did you give birth in a hospital, at home? How did you find that sort of experience? Because I know that I was 12 days past my due date and I did give birth in a hospital, but I wanted the pool and stuff, but then I had a hemorrhage, blah, blah. And I was very grateful in the end that I wanted, that I was in a hospital. But I remember, you know, the medical world being like, you should be induced. And I didn't want to be induced. I was like, my body knows. I'm just, I'm just going to howl at the moon and my baby's going to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, we have such similar (laughs) stories. I, um, yeah, I had quite a, I suppose I would still call it like traumatic birth experience mm-hmm. with my first daughter I definitely was like I'm gonna have a water bath and it's gonna just be like bliss and ecstasy and <laughs> um I was definitely I was a yoga teacher before I gave birth um so I had all these like mindful tools but it was almost like I just I suppose was yeah I just didn't have the knowledge about the medical system um so I did plan to have it in a hospital but I was yeah very like set in my ways I'm like yep like no drugs no nothing and yeah it just kind of escalated I suppose and just did not go the way that I had expected so yeah I ended up with emergency c-section um so I was actually put under um and it's still it's something that I'm like still processing I suppose like over the years I mean she's nearly three but um it's definitely been like a journey of forgiveness of myself and forgiveness of I suppose just like letting go and being like okay like I'm I was young like younger and wasn't aware of like what could go wrong or what could happen and in that situation I just went into more of like a panic feeling and yeah even though I had all these mindfulness tools it it definitely like succumbed me basically like (laughs) um I remember I being on FaceTime to my mum and my mum being like Macley why don't you at least allow the midwife to do a stretch and sweep because I didn't even want to do a stretch and sweep 
and she was like why don't you just you know say okay that you'll have one and I was like no 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 like (laughs) nature nature knows nature will do its thing blah 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 and then my mom said to me yeah but nature can be cruel yeah (laughs) and that hit me really really hard because it's so true you know personally I believe in mother nature the universe just energy but I mean shit happens all over the world right yeah (laughs) Yeah. it took me it took me a while as well to accept that actually oh (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe the moon doesn't have all the answers (laughs) (laughs) yeah how are you feeling then going into I mean not quite yet but soon into a second birth yeah um I suppose like I've definitely had so much emotion and like um yeah a lot of stuff come to the surface I suppose that I thought that I dealt with so it's been a really interesting pregnancy where it hasn't just been like la 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 to be fine it's like (laughs) it's like yeah coming back to that fear I suppose um but also yeah I feel like I've got a good support system like I've yeah and some of the practices like just keeping up with like my Reiki and kinesiology and things like that and bringing this wholesome like really nurturing vibes Mm. yeah like a good support system has been key Um, I'm not really well versed in the practice of Reiki tell us about that how do you find that that helps you and your pregnancy journey your you know postpartum journey and even just in general as a mum yeah oh Reiki is amazing yeah so basically it's working with the energy like around you and within you so you work with the chakras and then many other meridian points and energy centers throughout the body basically it's like allowing them to be they're either open or clear or blocked or yeah just just allowing that flow of energy and I I sometimes do it with my daughter so it's working with yeah just if you feel like if I feel like she's a bit off or something I'm like doing a massage or doing some reiki and if she lies down like yeah it's just this beautiful practice of I suppose um just releasing any like stagnant energy has been a big thing for me through it Mm. Um, but there's so many there's so much you can do with it whether it's like physical or mental healing which is but yeah so I was gonna ask how do you physically practice it do you know what I mean yeah yeah so basically like you'll get a client on the table uh, on my massage table or wherever otherwise you can do it distance reiki as well so I'll just invite them to find somewhere comfortable so whether they lie down or just sitting down somewhere in a quiet space and then I'll just basically tap into their energy so run so like a simple way to put it would be like start at the top of the head and then slowly just run through the body and going over all your chakras and um yeah just seeing like what energy points are are closed or um holding holding tension yeah (laughs) you feel like you can feel that for them so to speak yeah so it can sometimes come through I suppose like messages or also you'll feel like heat or vibrations and things like that in my hands um yeah yeah there's it you can go so deep that's like just scratching the surface yeah (laughs) yeah the body and (laughs) the like what's the word like the emanating of energy is so powerful isn't it yeah it's wild (laughs) oh my goodness how okay before I ask what I was going to ask how have you found motherhood so far just in general that's such a a broad question question. yeah I know I know (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) how long have we got no (laughs) no it's um uh if I had to sum it up like I would say I I came into motherhood thinking I would be a completely different parent and I think after having quite the traumatic birth that I did I realized how much of like I was just like I suppose being swept away with the normal or just you know going with the flow and just I suppose like I saw people like sleep training and it's like oh yeah I'll just do that and I'll just be like this kind of hard-ass parent like how I grew up basically and then then it's like I had this beautiful baby girl and I'm like no I'm gonna breastfeed you to sleep and I'm gonna you know question everything and so for me it was almost like this undoing of everything that I'd 
been like taught or known which yeah of course had its ups and downs like there was so much doubt in the beginning of like oh am I just like spoiling my child or whatever it is Mm -hmm. like yeah just coming back to that place of like trust and knowing and no, I'm allowed to, yeah, like feed my baby to sleep or whatever it might be. And I'm allowed yeah. to not, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There has been times where I've like yelled at my child, but at the same time, like I say, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, yeah, been a big, big thing too. Just like knowing it's okay to make mistakes and yeah, like I keep coming back to it, but just that forgiveness of myself and my child of being like we're just like growing together. So yeah, I really resonate with that. For me, a big thing was I contact sleep, yeah, and it's not something that anyone in my family has ever done. Yeah, and. I remember being on holiday. I'm from France originally and my mom still lives in France and I was on holiday there and we had like cousins, aunties, my grandma and I was putting Isla down for a nap and they didn't mean to put pressure on me but I felt this pressure that I should just leave her. Yes. And <laughs> I've had to, I did leave her that one day. I left her for 10 mm. minutes crying and I'm I'm dying inside but I feel so judged that I shouldn't spoil her and just hold her to sleep I mean at home we don't sleep so when I say contact sleep she falls asleep with me on me cuddling me once she's asleep she's in her own bed and then I take myself to my bed yeah and that day where I felt this pressure to let her sleep because you know she needs to learn yeah it was so painful and I've had I've never done it since but it's still something that I feel guilty about because I'm just so angry at myself that I didn't listen to my instinct that I listened to the noise telling me that what I'm doing isn't right and I don't believe there's a right or wrong I think that what works for you is what you should do but I went against what I what was working for me because it wasn't what other people around me were doing I really resonate with that just learning to trust yourself yeah oh I can yeah I can definitely relate to that feeling of and your heartstrings are aching but it's like trying to fit in almost or like yeah just trying to fit I suppose fit in or do what you think is right to other people and then it's yeah minute what am I doing (laughs) it's almost like you want to prove yourself I think for me especially I don't live near my family I don't see them very often and Mm -hmm. I felt this need to prove myself as a good parent Mm. you know because they don't see me parent very often and I was like I'm gonna show you that I'm nailing this and you mentioned at the beginning that you are quite a different parent to what you potentially thought you were going to be potentially you were going to be more strict and by the way I'm exactly the same as you I'm like <laughs> my child runs the house but like <laughs> but we have fun like she's not a little shit so with all due respect yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, what are some things that, you know, for example, I gave the example of me like sleeping. That's not something that I actually thought I would do. What are some things that you do day to day that you potentially didn't think you would do or things that you don't do that you potentially thought you would do? Yeah. So we, we contact sleep as well, like until like I breastfed until she was two and a half, which Mm -hmm. was also something that yeah I I just I didn't even know if I was going to breastfeed like when I was pregnant which is yeah kind of weird now to think about because I just we had this beautiful bond and I just really loved that experience um and by the end it was you know like once a day or something it wasn't you know a crazy amount but it was still that bonding time where we'd just like cuddle and Uh yeah she might have a quick nap on me or something and I think that was definitely out of the normal for like a lot of people and yeah it it was just that like coming back to myself a lot and trusting that process and being yeah again like if we were around family and friends and stuff it was like yeah still still do this like and so finding that confidence in myself too to be like screw you guys (laughs) yeah what works for us did you have any sort of mental ups and downs you know emotional ups and downs outside of your birth but just in general arriving in motherhood yeah no definitely that's um yeah I feel like that's something that can sometimes be almost just like I don't know how to explain it I suppose like 
you know, the baby comes and everyone's so focused on the baby and it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to come visit the baby. And it's like, hi, <laughs> like, I'm me. And I, I almost, yeah, it's so interesting. I didn't realize until I was mum how much you actually really crave just someone bringing like a pot of food or yeah, things like just come and fold my washing on. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in, yeah, I guess mentally, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely, I feel like, yeah, there's been so many ups and downs. And I guess again, just, yeah, in the beginning, it was definitely that, you know, sleep deprivation and not having, I felt like I was almost like robbed of who you are for a certain amount of time. Like you, you take your identities taken away and you come into this new identity. And I was like, definitely trying to hold on to that old me. But, you know, almost three years down the road, it's like, oh, I'm so glad that I just allowed myself to step into motherhood and become who I am today. Because, when I look back at my old self I almost cringe like I just think oh my gosh I used to be so different <laughs> and just not yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> not what are some of the differences that you feel you've noticed in yourself oh <laughs> yeah like before I got pregnant I was yeah like huge binge drinker like loved to party loved to you know hadn't I had no awareness about like toxic things in my home and um I would you know I would practice meditation once a day but I would the rest of my day I would not be mindful I would just Mm. be like tick I've meditated and rushed to teach yoga and then it's like (laughs) really interesting to think yeah hang on a minute that's not actually living or that's not actually um embodying the the mindfulness like yeah mindful life yeah (laughs) yeah it's really in those like transitional moments that we need to be most mindful like going from one thing to the other often you know when I teach I notice people they're like rushing to my class like oh I'm so sorry I'm late and they're rushing and I'm like (laughs) no if anything be five minutes later but like be mindful like be gentle with yourself like like it's so contradictory to be stressed and rushed on your way <laughs> to like chill <laughs> yes <laughs> oh it's so wild isn't it well, we yeah. put this like pressure on ourselves to be like <laughs> yeah correct me if I'm wrong you are a full-time mum yeah <laughs> so your little one what's her name Ola o- Ola yeah Ola she doesn't go to any nursery daycare or anything no we do bush kindy so we go out with a really beautiful group on the sunny coast and yeah they do like activities so she's definitely yeah still got all their little friends and yeah that's really beautiful but um yeah how how do you cope how do you cope (laughs) I'm mindful but like (laughs) no there's there's definitely moments hey yeah there's definitely the days where yeah Matt will get home from work and it's like please I just need a second to myself so it's definitely like I I love to say I'm a mindful mama but there's absolutely moments where I just lose my shit like it just happens yeah so but I guess coping with it I'm like very creative and I'm really blessed that my first daughter we'll see what this next bub's like but um (laughs) she she loves like drawing and she's happy if you know we sit on the trampoline and I'll get out my notebook and then she'll draw with chalk on the trampoline so wow I find like things like that really help me you know I need that creative space each day just to yeah whether it's just to I don't know get creative into that creative flow and I'm not having to do that full-time like imaginative play or like one-on-one play we're just like sideline playing so Mm. yeah finding activities like that has been really helpful (laughs) but yeah sometimes I'll get to the end of the day and it's like oh my gosh like do we just do we just like run from one end of the house the whole day But you also you also work. Like, how do you? What is it? What does I know as a um, self-employed person? Because that's exactly what I am. I'm going to ask you what one day looks like for you, and I know that one day is never the same as the next because it's you know completely dependent on what work you have on clients, etc. But give me a general day. What does that look like for you if you're working but also have your little one? How do you manage that? Yeah. So the way that we kind of work it is. 
Matt, my hubby, still works full time and he'll get home, say, four or ish. And any day that I have a massage client, which is usually two or three days a week, I'll, yeah, massage from like 4.30 to 6. And then he'll just walk down to the park or go to the beach and then come home. So that's how I sort of juggle massage and Reiki. Or if I'm doing distance Reiki, I can do it once my daughter's in bed. Um, okay. And then I've got our online business. So we do high ticket affiliate marketing and um, distribute water ionizers and all of that I've created through automation so when my daughter was quite little I would spend probably about three hours two to three hours a day um, like during her naps and then like a little bit at night time setting that up and then so now I've, I've hired a virtual assistant and she's amazing she does all my follow-ups so <laughs> that's so lovely um, <laughs> and yeah I spend about an hour an hour or two each day on that once Ola's in bed so yeah some nights it's like half an hour other nights if I'm yeah feeling creative and it's two hours but um yeah but yeah, yeah. so that's how we kind of juggle the work situation <laughs> what is your stance on schooling schooling <laughs> um yeah <laughs> I have so much to say but also I feel like yeah I'm I'm definitely not like completely anti-schooling altogether but I'm be, I've become quite conscious about yeah wanting to like wanting more so not just wanting the usual public system um I grew up you know just thinking that was the normal and that was yeah you just you go to school and then you graduate and then you go get a job and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah to be honest I think like our online business really has kind of allowed me to be like you know what like maybe we could travel more with the kids and not have them in this set one location for 12 years of their childhood and yeah so we're, we're looking into whether it's unschooling or homeschooling um I think I'll still do some sort of I suppose like curriculum in terms of like you know the basics like maths mm -hmm. and English but really teaching them through traveling I are you the same <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um my I was gonna say the issue that I have he's not an issue he's my partner and I love him obviously but um <laughs> he's much more conventional than I am um yeah. he you know thinks I'm just some sort of fairy like <laughs> um which in a way is good because he's he does ground me you know sometimes I'll be a bit grumpy and he's like oh is it is it the energies and I'm like yes it is <laughs> um so I think we would have to find a little bit of a compromise um there but yeah I just think I just want my little one I like I just want her to get her hands dirty I want her to learn to like put up a shelf yes. you know like ch yeah. change a tire yes just like stuff or even you know if you're self-employed dealing with your own money taxes like I yeah. didn't learn that in school you know obviously that stuff when she grows much older but learn about bugs and plants like I'm really not well versed in like flowers and stuff like I don't know I mean yeah. I know what a flower is I know what a planted yeah. like <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean sure. like learn so, to start a fire and yeah create yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> climb um like oh feel God. I don't know feel it's gonna sound so cringe and wanky to people who aren't on our wavelength but like I just want her to feel the wind on her skin you know yeah <laughs> no, I love that <laughs> And yeah. like have her feet in the sand and just, I don't know, find a little crab and like, oh, <laughs> Yo, that's what it's like. That's living, right? <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I, I struggle to shut out the outside noise um, a little bit. And I think also, I don't know if it's personal doubt, but I don't know if I would be able to teach her everything that she needs to know. Do you know what I mean? I think I would be scared. So I think I would, similar to what you were saying, need to find some sort of like tutor or something uh, because I'd be scared that I'd forget to teach her something like really important. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny though, I say that, but then I can't think of anything that she really needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> When I think about it, like Pythagoras' theorem, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> 
like so much that we learned in school I, I would have to go back and study it again to remember it anyway so it's like why don't we just allow them to be kids so much longer teach mm-hmm. them like true basics and then mm-hmm. whatever they're flourishing in like if they want to do whatever it is like really you know I saw oh, was it? there's this quote the other day and it's like if a kid is struggling in maths but is good at I forget the subject <laughs> let's say it's they love fishing mm-hmm. <laughs> like rather than hiring a maths tutor like get them into fishing or get them into whatever it is like <laughs> yeah no um, it's so true yeah, I butchered that quote but <laughs> no I know exactly the fuck you mean. <laughs> it's okay I won't quote you <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, it's so true. What is, you said homeschooling and unschooling. I've actually never heard of unschooling. What is that? Uh, To be honest, like I've only just scraped the surface of learning about it. So I don't really feel confident in like sharing all about it, but I just know it's, yeah, like just basically not having any sort of curriculum. So just allowing kids to, yeah, really flourish in like whatever they're passionate about um, okay guys yeah. if you're interested in unschooling just google it <laughs> we have no yeah. idea <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah I'm sure there's so many good books and stuff out there but yeah I think maybe in like another year or two I'll be like <laughs> onto it okay okay <laughs> we'll chat again then <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to you in a year <laughs> you can give me the answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Okay, I think a lot of parents will agree that it's difficult when a child is experiencing tantrums, emotions, things like that as a mindful mom-ish. How do you find (laughs) that you deal with that with Ola, like practices that you use for yourself, but also for her, but then also together? Tell me Mm. about that. Yeah, there's a really beautiful book. Um, It's called The Whole Brain Child. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't, but um, I will make a note and find yeah, it. Yeah, it'll come to me, the author. But um, that's been like a huge learning curve for me is just like understanding her emotions. And it talks about all of basically the different sides of the brain um, or the different aspects of the brain and how when they're in overwhelm, there's no point of us like being in overwhelm too because it's just going to heighten and heighten and heighten. Um, So it's like coming back to their level and being like, I understand and like feeling their heart space rather than trying to teach them something in that moment so even from like and this is again something that you know out people outside looking in might be like oh my god she's throwing a tantrum and it's like yes there is like so many big emotions happening right now but she's in this complete overwhelm state where she has no idea what she's doing so she's going to want to throw something she's going to want to yell and scream and it's like bringing her back to like I see you and like I'm here for you and then once she's calm then you can chat about okay that was not okay to chuck that at my face or whatever you know whatever being crazy that went on in that moment that you feel like exploding at yeah yeah um so like learning that has been a huge curve I'm definitely not always perfect there's been times where I'm like why would you do that um (laughs) so yeah but I guess just trying to remember that and um a big thing for me we created a calm corner so it's actually her old cot mattress and then just in the corner and then some cushions and I made a little poster and it's yeah basically just like things that she can do to calm down so every now and then and it doesn't work every time but every now and then I'll be like I think we need to sit in your calm corner if emotions are getting to the point where that I can feel it's getting really tense and we'll just sit there and then yeah we'll pick something so I'm like you feel like kicking right now like how about we go out and kick a ball instead Mm. (laughs) um we can if if you want to like punch them punch the cushion or just like so allowing that emotion to be there and be expressed rather than just saying like stop it you're naughty and then also that calm corner has saved my emotions so many times because (laughs) there yeah there's times and I'm like I'm gonna explode like I have so much rage (laughs) um (laughs) you kick her out oh it's mama's turn get out I need a calm corner hundred percent oh man (laughs) that is so funny how 
how I cannot believe I saw on your Instagram this morning that you had her lay down for a massage. <laughs> she loves massages. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's something that it's a fine line between trying to encourage. I'm very tactile. I like to just touch and hug all the time. And I'm noticing that Isla is actually much more independent, which is yeah. which is fine. Of course, she's her own person. But sometimes I struggle with that. She's crying. And just because she's feeling whatever she's feeling, and I want to give her a cuddle and tell her that I'm here. But actually, she prefers to just have the moment by herself. Yes. She'll just sit. And then when she's calm, when she's ready, then she'll come and give me a cuddle. But for me, I'm finding that a little bit difficult because I'm like, no, mommy's here for you now. Mommy can take it away. <laughs> yes. How um, old is Isla? <laughs> she just turned two last month. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's magic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I've tried mm. to like sit and meditate with her. She just jumps on me, but I think she's still a little bit young, maybe. (laughs) What what she has started doing, which is amazing, is I try and get her to breathe. We'll do big inhales and then we'll go like making it playful, you know, like sticking the tongue out and just like letting all of that stagnant air and energy and just letting it out. Um, Tell us your tips on getting our kids down for a massage. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> I so I've been massaging Ola like probably once a week since she was born. So there was yeah. <laughs> so, but in saying that, like there there might be, you know, it might go a month or so lately and we don't give a mass I don't give a massage. And then all of a sudden she's like when I'm setting up the room, I feel like that's been she's like, Can I have a massage? So mm. I don't know if it's yeah like whether it's just her being curious rather than yeah but and sometimes I'll pop her on the table and then she'll squirm around for 30 seconds and that's it but lately it's yeah like on the weekend it was 20 minutes she lied down and I honestly thought she was gonna fall asleep it was like what is happening that's so <laughs> um, magical yeah so and I I always just I'll, I'll either offer or she's yeah lately been asking um but probably up until she was like two and a half I just offer I say, do you want a massage? And there's definitely days she just ignore me and walk away. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what you're missing, girl. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, I guess, just being flexible too. Like, yeah, if they say no, don't be like, come on, sit down and have a massage because that's just going to make them hate it. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) maybe creating that curiosity. (laughs) And you do. I've seen EFT with her. Yeah. So again, this is something that I think you're probably more well-versed than I am. Tell us about EFT and how you find that that helps you and her and therefore both of you. Yeah. So EFT is, I I have only been doing it since Ola was born actually is when I found it. Um, And yeah, it's been like a wild practice actually to do. So you're basically tapping on the energy points like of, of the body. Um, and you can you can follow a sequence or there's different ways and you can actually like whether or not if you're just in that overwhelm just tap on your chest and just Mm. say some affirmations and what it's doing is like getting into your nervous system and your meridian points to calm yourself down so it's wild how much how effective it is and how it just signals to the brain like okay right now like I'm in this moment so it's bringing in that mindfulness and then it's also yeah hitting the nervous system as well for parents that perhaps Mm -hmm. aren't um into these practices at the moment Mm -hmm. but would like to be a bit more mindful about their energy, their child's energy, maybe cut down screen time and spend a bit more time outside, a bit more time tuning in and checking in, you know, with the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual body, whatever speaks to them. Yeah. What would be, having practiced this yourself and with your little one, what would be like a top tip that you might have for them or not even a top tip, but maybe like a starting point for them to start to bring these practices into their lives with their kids rather than you know just putting on the tv or something like that yeah um it's a a tricky one like where (laughs) such a big question like where to start but um I suppose 
yeah, just like baby steps. So rather than putting your, like this pressure on yourself and your kids to, you know, sit down and do a half an hour activity where you're mindful, it, it doesn't always work. Like, yeah. Sometimes it does, but other times I'll set up like bubble blowing and I'll all just she'll blow it for 30 seconds, like blow a straw and Enough. bubbles and it explodes. And that's like, great. It's going to, you know, it's amazing, but it creates so much mess. And two minutes later, she's in the, in a different spot so. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then other times she might play with it for half an hour so <laughs> mm. I think just being like yeah mindful and so uh, it can be challenging when you're a parent well, at all times but just like going with the flow and trusting like okay this isn't the right time but it doesn't mean I can't try again next week um, mm. and yeah I think like a big thing for us is not having screens until like we might we might watch a movie once a week that's kind of our go-to you know on a friday afternoon or something like that we'll watch a movie um and in between like <laughs> and there's days where i'm like i just i would love to just chuck on a movie right now and numb out but i just find she ends up quite overstimulated and then it's like it's almost like creates this more challenging afternoon so while it is challenging to yeah just keep up with <laughs> mumming <laughs> the whole day <laughs> um and I mean yeah again like every day is so different some days I'll be so tired and it's like I just want to chill mm. out for a second we do watch tv um a big things like go, go outside um I think we're pretty blessed here like yeah the weather's always pretty sunny um and if it's rainy then chuck on a raincoat and you know go out into the backyard or go for a walk down to the park and it's pouring rain it's it's still okay like if anything it's more fun for the kids so mm -hmm. yeah they love those puddles yeah <laughs> but I, I love puddles and in my head I'm like why don't you see adults jumping in puddles like that like why don't we do that I, know. <laughs> I love jumping in puddles with her and that probably makes you feel so, like I feel really silly but she loves it and I'm like let's let's yeah. <laughs> No, no, I love it. <laughs> um, I yeah. guess really it probably comes down to the more mindful we are with ourselves as parents, the more they will feed off our energy. They they mm -hmm. can't we can't expect them to meditate if we're scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas if yeah. they see us I mean, when I, Isla now, she asks to get my yoga mat out oh, she takes, yeah. and she wants me to roll it on the floor. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's hardly a yoga practice for me because <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> we're just rolling on the floor. I'm throwing her up in the air. But you know, there's a sense of like play and balance and trust. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's a scary thought though, to think that like, it's scary. It's lovely, but also really scary to think that it starts with us. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> we we have to be good and mindful. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, it is the scariest thought, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> like, oh no, they really are always watching. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, how do you find that your relationship with your husband and that dynamic has changed since having kids or having Ola but now being pregnant again? Yeah, um, so I, I'm very blessed. Like, I have a very conscious hobby um, and he's so he's on my level like he's so into personal development and um we just kind of up level each other so it's mm. but definitely in the beginning it was like when we were fresh parents it was so new and scary and we're obviously both going through so much transformation that yeah we had some moments it was like how like what are we doing like you know what I mean um <laughs> abort mission abort mission yeah <laughs> That's so that was definitely some hard days. Um <laughs> but um yeah, I think like the biggest thing is checking in with each other every single day and whether even if it's just, you know, like a hand on the back or like a, you know, three breath cuddle or something like that. It doesn't have to be like this, you know, whole romantic like evening or whatever. It's just like mm -hmm. enough to be like, I see you and yeah, just bringing in um I, I love my book, so I'm gonna share 
yeah. um, oh, what's it called? There's Love Languages by um, Gary Chapman. Have you read that? I've not read it, but I know it, yeah. It's, yeah, that's been really helpful just to learn, like, every, like obviously everyone's, not obviously, but now that I've learned, everyone's got their own love languages. So, yeah, just tapping into your partner's love languages and being able to give them what they really need. And that's been, yeah, his is, one of his is, like, words of affirmation. So, you know, he needs to hear, like, kind words, basically. So if I'm, say, like, nagging or whatever, then that's just going to kill our relationship. So I learned pretty quickly, like, all right, stop the nagging and it's going to improve this part of my life. So, yes, it's it's definitely been, like, total ups and downs. But I, I feel like, to be honest, like, from when we were, before we were parents to now, our if we have an argument it lasts like max half an hour whereas Mm -hmm. you know there was moments in our before our marriage we'd go like days or yeah you know know, and you're just like I hate this person then it's like you come back and you think what was I I hate (laughs) you but love me yeah oh my god (laughs) definitely definitely so much unlearning again Yeah, yeah. I actually think um, for me, motherhood hasn't been an easy journey. Um, Mm. But I I can't believe how patient I am now because you have Mm -hmm. to be. And if anything, for me, it's probably going to sound really weird. But the reason I started the podcast was because I experienced a deep dive in postpartum depression. Um, I wasn't feeling connected to my daughter. I had thought I'd made the biggest mistake of my life. And no one, no one was telling me, I just, no one was saying that it was normal to feel like that. You know, yeah. I thought there was something wrong with me that I sh- I shouldn't have had a child, blah, 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 anything. So I started the podcast. I thought, right, I'm going to talk about these things that I, I know I'm not the only one feeling them. You know, all the ups, all the downs, like the joys, but also the really sticky moments to sort of try and destigmatize the fact that motherhood, don't get me wrong, yeah, is magical, but also, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say actually it's taught me so much I just can't believe how patient I am (laughs) yes (laughs) because you have to be but I think it's also being patient but finding that balance between not beating yourself up for when you're not patient similarly not Mm. beating your partner up if I mean, not physically, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. nagging at them if they do something wrong. I remember towards the beginning, um, I'm the primary caregiver. And similarly, you know, your situation, my partner, George, is, um, goes to work. But it took me a long time to not nag him and be like, oh, that's not what you should be doing. And he's like, Maggie, mm-hmm. remember, you're with her all the time. I'm actually learning slower than you are. You need to give me time to learn. And that for me was the biggest shift in Mm -hmm. our parenting dynamics. Actually, if I'm, if I want to give myself the permission to do it wrong and the forgiveness, then I have to do the same for him. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, really tough finding that, that balance. And to be fair, I will say, I will say about George, I feel the need to say this because earlier I was like, we're on different wavelengths lengths in terms of spirituality I would say I'm quite spiritual being and um, he's more scientific however I feel like he balances me out and he doesn't how do I say this not that I feel the need to have permission to fly away because I can do that by myself but do you know what I mean like be free in my spirituality and in my you know beliefs and stuff Um, I feel like Mm. he really supports my beliefs my ethos even though they're not his yes amazing um and I think that's also really important um in a relationship because I think you find out so much about yourself as a person and your childhood I don't know about you I've done so much unpacking about my childhood yeah (laughs) oh that's like a whole nother topic (laughs) oh my god and you're like like and I've gone through phases of like mum like how why did you do this but also I know it was hard so you did the best you could but like what (laughs) (laughs) it is wild hey (laughs) 
Um, are, you, are you close to your parents? Yeah, like we've got, yeah, we're a pretty good relationship. They're def- they were definitely very different parenting style to what mm-hmm. I've chosen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But yeah. again, I think similar to like a relationship, I respect their choices. Yeah. I disagree. <laughs> but I respect, <laughs> I respect the choices that you made because what else can you do? You were wrong. I'm right. But I respect yes. you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Um, I always end the episode with two questions. I'm going to ask you a mum confession. So something that maybe you do that you feel guilty about and you don't really dare admit it, but actually you know that everyone's in the same boat. And a top tip. If you had to give one word of wisdom to a new mum, a mum of a toddler, um whatever it may be what would those words of wisdom be let's start with your mum confession <laughs> oh oh gosh um <laughs> I guess I would it would have to be that yeah I yell like I lose my shit <laughs> yeah and it's not every day is this completely wholesome mindful day um there's definitely been moments where I'm yeah just so angry or you know just so frustrated with the situation that I just explode yeah um paint us a picture yeah. when's the last time that so, happened make us feel better about ourselves <laughs> paint us a picture <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many examples. Salava. Ola's like really. She's been loving um driving my car. So there's times where we will sit in like we'll drive to the park or the beach, and before we can get out, she wants to drive the car. And yeah, we've sat there for like 45 minutes at times, and I'm losing my. <laughs> complete and out of mind like proper raging and she's just having the best time driving you know <laughs> so yeah there's definitely been moments where I'm like cranky or I think you know what it is I reckon it's if I've got to be somewhere at a certain time that's when I my stress is just like no like we gotta go <laughs> and it, I get this like cranky voice on <laughs> um and yeah so <laughs> there's definitely moments like yeah 100% not perfect there's yeah <laughs> I agree when you have to be somewhere this is something I love about having a child it does slow you down because yeah. oh my god it takes Isla so long to walk and do anything like <laughs> they're, just plod- they're just like plodding along oh look a bird but like it's magic I love that because I think we're so yeah. used to just going from A to B to C to blah blah <laughs> we don't pay attention to anything around us but so Similarly, like Isla does go to childminding. Um, she's there now, and sometimes I'm late, and I'm like, "Come on, we gotta go." And she's like, "Airplane," and I'm like, "Fuck the airplane! We'll see another airplane. Let's go." <laughs> and then I'm doing this, and half an hour later, I'm teaching yoga. Like, mm. we're human. Hey, it's like, yeah, <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> your top tip for any mum any words of wisdom or even something that's a little bit more tangible that you do in your life with your little one that you think like oh my gosh you need to do this if you don't do this already anything um um, I guess like yeah coming back to that trusting your gut and like yeah as as hard as it is blocking out the white noise um that's that's a huge 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 yeah it's just been the biggest learning curve yeah I think I think like yeah just really coming into that intuition and being like Mm. I trust that this is the right thing but also allowing yourself to receive support too and not not feeling that guilt if you fuck up like Mm. if you if you do lose your shit it's okay it's we're human and we're learning and I think the biggest thing I've learned is like if it happens apologize and that's something yeah I've noticed like a huge shift I've 
started apologizing to Ola and even the other day she threw this thing in my face it seems to be this common occurrence but um (laughs) it was a teddy and it actually really hurt and so I I didn't need to cry but I I kind of walked outside and I was like I'm gonna just go outside and take some rest because that really hurt Ola and then so I removed myself from the room and and then yeah within 10 minutes she was out and she's like mommy I'm sorry that I threw the thingy out of your face like so yeah that for me was like huh (laughs) um when they apologize it's the sweetest thing Isla I don't really like to use this term because I don't think there is an like you know delayed time for kids to learn stuff but I guess on the somewhat average scale spectrum Isla is a little bit delayed in her speech so she doesn't um she's gone to but she only says a handful Mm -hmm. of words but again we're a bilingual family so it takes a bit more time but I mean I'm not worried but sorry is a word that she says all the time she was pushing the pram um around the house the other day and like you can see we've got a big boy (laughs) Um, and she pushed the pram into him and she went oh oh no sorry dog Oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh my God, I've created an angel. Yes. Tap, tap, tap on the back, mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made you. Oh, it makes it all worth it, eh? You're like, I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> um, one thing that's just come to me that I forgot to mention earlier when you were talking about, you know, arriving in a motherhood and everyone coming and being like, oh my God, the baby and the mom sort of gets left behind. Um, I don't know about you, but at the risk of sounding really, really self-indulgent and self-involved, <laughs> on Isla's birthday, I celebrate me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like, I love that so much, yes. Because I remember... It's so, yeah. It's so important. On her first birthday, I didn't realize it would hit me so hard, but everyone was like, happy birthday, Isla, blah, blah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? She don't know. I did this. (laughs) (laughs) I remember feeling so like angry that it was about Mm. her when like I had gone through, like it it felt like my day. Yeah. You know, Um, I really resonated with you when you said that. Do you celebrate you? I hope you'll start now. Yeah. You know what? I, I yeah, I haven't thought thought of it that much, but I definitely did have those feelings come up where I was like, Oh, like this is like such a really powerful day for, you know, like <laughs> stepping into womanhood. Mm. Uh, sorry, motherhood. And it's like, yeah, it, it just is this forgotten I don't know. Yeah, it should be celebrated more, right? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I, since then, actually, since I experienced that for myself, now um, the friends around me that have children on their kids' birthday, I say happy birthday yeah. to you. Like, yeah. oh my god, um, such a powerful yeah. thing. And I feel like it just gets forgotten. Like we gave yeah. birth. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're powerhouses. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> Ellie, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast and chatting <laughs> to me and the listeners. Um, oh, really, really grateful for hearing everything you have to say, your journey, words of wisdom. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to finally meet you (laughs) virtually. (laughs) It's funny though, it is true, you have like, you feel like sometimes you know people when you follow them on social media. Um, Although to be fair, I will say this, (laughs) sometimes I reach out to people um, to come on the podcast because I like, you know, what they put which is exactly what I did with you and sometimes I get a vibe back from people and I'm like "Mm, Ah. sorry I'm busy (laughs) I feel awful saying but you know what I mean there's like an energy that Uh, yeah yeah I don't know um everything's energy hey it's like yeah (laughs) what what you put out you receive back yeah hundred percent um well I'm very grateful that I didn't cancel on you (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sending you so much love. Um, have I was gonna say have a good day, but have a good night. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I will chat to you soon. Lots of love. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.